0: Good morning. Today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. There was a terrible tragedy in Israel last week, which involves an important aspect, subject of Jewish law. A four year old boy died at home, allegedly at the hand of his uncle. The police ordered an autopsy, which a court upheld because it is necessary for this criminal investigation. And this was over the vociferous objection of the family and their community. The case was appealed to Israel's Supreme Court, which sided with the family And the boy was buried with no autopsy done. Now, the family's objection was based on Jewish law's abhorrence of performing an autopsy, considering it the grave sin of nivul hames, of, God forbid, desecrating a dead body, which at death should be buried intact, and undisturbed in the ground. Now, I don't know the details of the High Court decision. Perhaps the Court was convinced that the evidence could be obtained through a non-invasive means. Or perhaps the evidence that would have been derived from an autopsy was not necessary for some reason in order to investigate and prosecute, prosecute this case. I, I don't know about that. But the general prohibition of autopsies has exceptions, though the extent of those exceptions is disputed by authorities in Jewish law. The main exception is Suffolk, Sakanas nefashos, the possibility of a threat to life, which might be saved, a life which might be saved by what is learned through an autopsy, of course, when there is no other way to get that information. So, suffix, Sakanas nefashos, the possibility of a threat to life, overrides any other prohibition except for three cardinal sins, which are not relevant here. And so that would be a reason to allow an autopsy. For example, let's say you have two people who fall seriously ill with a mysterious disease and, God forbid, one of them dies. And by performing an autopsy, we may be able to learn something to save the life of the other patient. So to permit an autopsy under those circumstances is the normative ruling in Jewish law, famously written by Noda Be Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda Landau of Prague in the late 1700s. And he is the one who wrote the phrase that is often quoted in this context of suffek sakonas nefashos bifanenu. We have a patient in front of us whose life might be saved if we do an autopsy. That takes precedence over what would generally be the sin of performing an autopsy. Now, in modern times, the way we apply that is going to be different because Bifonenu in front of us in the 1700s, Bifonenu in front of us means there was one person here and there was one person here in the same room or maybe the same building. Today, with instant communication, Bifonenu is widened to be anywhere in the world. If there's another person with the similar condition anywhere in the world whose life could be saved by what we learn from this autopsy, that information can be communicated instantly and that person's life could be saved. So that simply means that before, before us becomes global. It's generally accepted that an autopsy remains prohibited for any other reason, certainly for any financial or monetary reason. And this comes up with the subject of life insurance. For example, a person has a life insurance policy that will pay a benefit upon the death of the policyholder. However, there is an exclusion if the person, God forbid, committed suicide. So if a person dies and the circumstances are not obvious, the insurance company may require, before paying the benefit, that an autopsy be done to rule out the possibility that it was suicide. Under those circumstances, even though it could be a very large amount of money at stake and that amount of money could be extremely important to the family, in general, the prohibition of an autopsy would not be waived under those circumstances because that's not considered the possibility of a threat to life. And that monetary benefit would not outweigh the serious sin of desecrating a body. Even in a situation where an autopsy is needed to bring someone to justice, to be able to prosecute someone, to punish them for a crime, generally, that is not a reason to allow an autopsy. But we're going to come back to this in just a moment. Now, the question of suffix, the possibility of a threat to life, which, remember, we've discussed this in other contexts, it applies in all areas of Jewish life. It applies in terms of setting aside the laws of Shabbos, setting aside fasting on Yom Kippur, setting aside all kinds of uh, uh, sins when necessary. The central question that we must clarify is, What kind of possibility are we talking about? What kind of risk of threat to life rises to the level that allows us to set aside a biblical prohibition? Does it mean that absolutely any risk is a reason to set aside a mitzvah? Well, that's impossible. That's absurd. Because no one would ever perform any mitzvah. Uh, A person would never eat matzah, maybe they would choke. I mean, of course, it's unlikely, but maybe that would happen. So a person should not eat matzah? That's crazy. A person would never go to the synagogue because it's dangerous to cross the street. Maybe, God forbid, something could happen when they cross the street. A person would never fast on Yom Kippur. No one would ever fast on Yom Kippur. Maybe the person would get sick. So obviously that's absurd. And, but where do we draw the line? So the Chazonish, Rabbi Avram Karelitz, who was a great halachic authority in Israel in the early and mid-1900s, wrote as follows. The way we determine this criterion is something that is a possibility that might happen in the future. But right now in the present, there is no reality to it. That's not called a doubt. That's not called a possibility. I mean, listen, the possibility that in the next moment there could be a nuclear explosion. I mean, anything can happen in the next moment. But if there is no current reality that could lead to a future doubt, that's not called a doubt. Because... And this is something that we've learned over the last few years. We live with a certain reasonable level of risk and uncertainty. What we consider reasonable may change, but there is risk in life. There are doubts. There are possibilities. Things can happen. We don't change our lives because of remote things that are not within our present reality. But if it is a present reality, though the actual danger would only be in the future, suffix a khanas nafashas asidi, a future possible threat to life, that we do consider because the situation that would give rise to it is present, it's current, it's real. So, a person that has no medical condition, and no known reason not to fast on Yom Kippur should fast on Yom Kippur. But a person who has a medical condition that could be harmed by fasting on Yom Kippur, there the risk is present. The medical condition is already there. Even though the danger is only in the future, Once the fasting starts, and even then it's not certain that it will provide a danger, but the condition that might lead it to arise is already present. And that is when we say that's the possibility of a threat to life where the laws are set aside. Of course, in all of these questions, a competent halakhic authority needs to be consulted in advance. Let's come back to the subject of an autopsy that is needed to investigate a murder. God forbid. Now, again, I want to make it clear. I'm not commenting on this tragic case. I do not know the details of this case. I did not read the decision of the High Court. I'm just going to speak generally. Let's say an autopsy is needed in order to determine the culpability of a person in a criminal case, a person who could be a danger to others if that person is allowed to go free. And with this autopsy, perhaps this person will be forced into treatment or custody to prevent this crime from being repeated. That might constitute suffix the possibility of a future threat to life because the condition that could lead to the danger is present. And if, in fact, this is the basis of the crime that happened, it has already happened once if this person is found guilty. So the situation, the condition, is present and could, God forbid, happen again. That would mean that the autopsy is not simply for punitive purposes to punish the person for the crime that they did, but rather to protect others from being harmed in a similar manner. And if the only way to determine that is through an autopsy, then that autopsy might be called for because it would be in the category of suffic sacanus nefashus, the possibility of preventing harm to others. My heart grieves for this boy's family. It is an unimaginable tragedy. At the same time, when we approach a difficult question in Jewish law, we have to look beyond just the people and the issues that are directly involved and we have to consider always the wider context. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.